It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And, boy, I always enjoy having Jerry Hill on. A lot of times Tom tries to claim Jerry, but uh, Tom is long gone right now. He is out of the country. And so today I was like, I have got to get see what Jerry's up to. Jerry, welcome to the uh, to the Matt Mosley Show. Well, I figured you waited till Tom was you know out of town, out of the country, whatever, um, to 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 claim me. So, but I, I'm glad to be on with you, Matt. Yeah, always uh, fun to catch up. And uh, what about that, uh, boy? The Baylor men last night. It's uh, it's rare to go to Lubbock and to control a game like they did. They've won on the road in Lubbock, but, man, hostile crowd, huge sellout. And for most of that game, Jerry, the, the Bears really kept the crowd out of it. I mean, in fact, it was kind of shocking to see Tech. They got it to six, uh, it, you know, kind of the closing moments of that game. But for the, for the better part of that game, that's a huge – and that's a great crowd that Tech has – that just sat there and really couldn't get into the game. I, I, I think it was a great sign for the Bears as they pulled their record to 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, Matt, uh, the last, well, last two road games anyway, I mean, they've won at West Virginia and at Texas Tech. And those are two of uh, – now, granted, those teams are not the best right now. Uh, they're sitting at the bottom of the Big 12. But those are two of the toughest places to play at, hostile a great student crowds. I mean, you're going to hear everything, and they're going to be in your ear. And, and you're right. I think particularly in the Tech game, Baylor took them out of it um, and, you know, kind of quieted them. And, and when you're up, you know, double digits most of the game, that, you know, there's not a whole lot they can say. So, yeah, I thought they did a great job, you know, getting them out of the game and really keeping them out until, you know, like you said, until that last couple of minutes. Is there anything to compare what Keontae George is doing right now as a as a freshman? I, I I've been thinking back, and obviously they had a couple of they've had some one and done players, right. but even Sohan and Kendall, you know they they weren't the kind of offensive uh, uh, you know scores. It just a absolute right. these these outbursts that he has. They weren't like that, and I was even thinking back. Jared Butler had some really good performances his freshman year, and people say, well, "What about Terry Teakle?" And that and that yeah. takes me back to my boyhood. But even Terry probably averaged what thirteen, fourteen points his freshman right. season. What we're witnessing, Jerry, feels really different. And uh, and this is a guy who, especially on the road, think about it. His performances lately have his explosions have happened on the road where he seems to function very, very well. Uh, I mean, do do we have anybody to really compare this to? I mean, you've mentioned most of the guys that I would would think of. You know, I mean, I I thought Jared was really special. Um, And he had a great freshman year, but it was kind of in moments. You Mm -hmm. know, with Keontae, it's just about every night, particularly when he wants it to be. Um, He can just... You don't want him to have to carry the load all the time, but he's okay with it. I mean, I you know, I think back even to this summer, um, you know, when they were playing in that tournament. Man, I mean, he's he's playing against some pros, and he's just taking over games. So, yeah, I don't – I particularly any kind of recent thing, Terry Teagle probably would be the, the closest thing to it. You know, Vinny uh, was over at MCC as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I don't think there's anything really to compare it to. And you're talking about a guy 
that, uh, you know, I, I think he's top 10, maybe even top five pick, uh, in, in the draft. And, uh, and I, I actually happened to speak at a lions club deal today. And I told him, I said, you better get out there and see him because he's not going to be here much longer. I, you know, I hate to say that, but, uh, he's just that good, Matt. I mean, you've seen him. I mean, he's, He's unbelievable, he's, and he's become a better defender. I think if you if you go back at, even at the beginning of the year, he was not this good a defender, but he's become a lot better at that. And he's so physical that you know I remember one you know where I maybe even got the shot blocked, but he got the rebound and put it back in. That's he's just he's really tough. And then some of the shots that he's made over the last couple of games. I mean that one that he hit at West Virginia. When I first saw it, I I thought he was just throwing it up there, but the guy was shooting it. He doesn't just throw stuff up there. He shoots, and he did that, uh, you know, last night at Tech when he shot clock's running down, and he's, you know, well beyond the NBA line, and he, you know, he knocks in a three-pointer from about 28 feet, and but that's just what he does. He's that good. Baylor Bear insider Jerry Hill on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And it is uh, it has been remarkable to watch. Maybe this new NIO Collective Advisory Board, Jerry, could they could they possibly put enough money together to convince Keontae to come back for a second year? I I fear, you know, it yeah. used to be used to used to you would you, like even with Fauto, they thought they had a chance with him. I I do think they have a little different strategy now. It's like if they know a guy's a lottery pick. I just think they say we love you, but you, but you need to move on with your life. Right. I mean, as right. as fun as it would be, I do think Jerry, that's changed college basketball. The mm-hmm. NIL money and obviously the transfer portal, but you do see people like Tashibwe at Kentucky mm-hmm. and others stay. Well, t- Drew Timmy being another one at Gonzaga, stay way longer than they would right. have in the past. So I mean, I think while a lot of us sometimes bemoan a lot of this. There are some positives that have that have come out of all this. It seems absolutely, and and you know, and I I think that is kind of the silver lining in that in the NIL stuff and everything. But uh, man, I just I, to me, it's not good. I don't think. I mean, and I'm not I'm not old school enough to say you know that they're you know that they shouldn't be getting theirs. But I just think some of the figures that are thrown out there when you're talking about you know, paying a high school kid or coming out of high school, you know, a million plus. I mean, that just, that, that to me doesn't make sense, but you know, Hey, uh, if, if they can get it, I guess get it. But, you know, I, I just don't think that's a good place for college athletics to be. Did you have any clue that Jerome Tang, good friend of both of ours could, could have this level of an impact? Not that we didn't think he would do a nice job there, but to absolutely flip it and now get these people believing, I mean, K-State could have a, a shot at winning this conference. I mean, they really will be in the running to win the Big 12, and, and he's going to be in the running to be the national coach of the year if, if he continues down this path. I mean, we both love the guy, but right. I don't think either one of us thought this was possible. No, I, I and I, I agree with you. I mean, I I think we all knew that you know how special Jerome Tang is and what he did for Scott and what he's meant you know in 19 years at Baylor. But but no, I mean you don't ever expect that out of a first and you know first time head coach now, on the college level at least. And I mean he just went in there and 
you know, again, a lot of a lot of his guys are transfer guys, so he he kind of built it with that. So again, he he benefits from kind of the era that we're in a little bit. Um, but man, I mean, the the win last night was unbelievable. I mean, I I just figured with uh, Kansas with the ball in the final seconds, how are they going to lose? Because I just figure it's going to yes. be a foul and they're going to be shooting free throws. And um, but you know, credit. Jerome and that group. I mean, they they played an unbelievable game, and and like you said, they're right in the running right now to to win conference. And um, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't put anything past them right now because they're they're good. I mean, we we saw that when they were here. They're a really good team, and they're going to be hard to beat no matter where you play them. Do we think Coach Self forgot to bring his officials with him? <laughs> well, it was in Manhattan. It was at Bramlage, so. If that had been an Allen Fieldhouse, I guarantee you Kansas would not have lost that game. No way. It's funny, though. We are trained to see that score, and and, yeah. and it really didn't matter. You remember those games against West Virginia where, like, West Virginia would have an eight-point lead with a minute and a half to go, and they would find a way to lose the game? It's the same thing right. with K-State. I mean, you know, and – and, uh, and and Jerome came out and said, well, we've allowed them to live rent-free in our heads. We need to have a different spirit about us. He even tried to yeah. get them to say, you know, to, to, to just, you know, have a passion for K-State and focus right. on that more than your hatred of the other team. I mean, I, I hope uh, – I don't remember him trying to say that about TCU or Texas and trying to convince us to, like, you know – just focus more on our love for Baylor. It's right. it's an interest. It's an interesting message, and it's one that, you know, whatever is going on, it is absolutely working. Jerry, I wanted to ask you about this uh, the women's basketball team right now. Um, it's not right. You know, the last two games haven't gone the right direction. This right. team has some talent, and and you know, some of these freshmen are exciting. I see Bella Fontleroy, even that mm-hmm. OSU game. I see her do things that make me think, my gosh. Could this be one of the best players in the conference in mm-hmm. not that long a time? Um, right now, they're just not putting it together. And, man, I don't know. I mean, it's a deep conference, maybe deeper than ever. But I'm starting to feel like this could be a team that maybe the, the people had it right, you know, uh, predicting Baylor fourth. And I'm, I'm, I think they might be doing well to finish fourth the way this thing's going right now. Yeah, and, and it has been a struggle. I mean, you go from, you know, I know you had Nikki on yesterday. But, I mean, you go from, you know, one of the best weeks in women's basketball history, you've beaten two top uh, 25 teams on the road, and then you come back and, and you lose those two games. I mean, it, it went from – and it can flip that quick. And, and the league is, Matt, you so much better than it was at any point when, when Coach Mulkey was here. It really is. I mean – now, is some of that balanced because Baylor isn't as good? I think some of it is. Um, but I think the other teams have elevated their game, and maybe they saw an opening there. But, uh, you know, you've got, you've got five or six teams, I would say, that are all really good. And, and I think it is one of those leagues now, kind of like the men, where, uh, you know, most of the games could go either way. 
Yeah, I, I hope they get Asia Blackwell back going. She played a little bit in that game at Morgantown. Boy, she would help in a big way. Obviously, we wish we could get Dre on the court. Other teams have these great transfers. Did you see that player for Oklahoma State who came off the bench just yeah. knocking threes down like crazy? I think her name is like Garzon. Garzon, and, uh, yeah. She, she came from, uh, from Villanova. But, I mean, mm-hmm. think about that. OSU, they, it was like, okay, two great players from UTA. One great mm-hmm. player that came with that coach, J.C. Hoyt, from uh, UKMC and, or, or UMKC, however I'm supposed to say that. I mean, it's like they got four big-time mm-hmm. impact players, and, and that's, that, that's an area where Baylor's lacking right now as far as the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you don't basically have your top two – you know, I was I was trying to think in terms of men's basketball. Um, now, you know, obviously, everyday John is out. But say you took um, Keontae and Adam Flagler off this men's team, they might still be pretty good. And then, you know, they'd be competitive, but they wouldn't be you know winning like they are. Um, and I think that's and I know she doesn't like to make excuses, but when you're talking about two potential All Americans um, sitting over there with you instead of being out there on the floor, that does hurt. Um, but you know, I, and I think she's doing what she can with them and everything, but, um, you know, they do, they need, do definitely need to get Asia back. And, you know, I, I've kind of written off, um, Asia being able to play this year, but they really need to get, um, uh, I'm sorry, Dre, um, yeah, but yeah, they really yeah. do need to get Asia back and, and playing more than 10 minutes. You know, when she was in there just a little bit the other night, um, she, uh, they they went on a 12-0 run with her in the game, and it wasn't like she was doing a whole lot, but it was just her being out there on the floor. They went on a 12-0 run. And so I think that's kind of what she can give you. She may not score, you know, 20 and grab 12 rebounds, but I think she's going to impact everybody else on the team. All right. Uh, Jerry, have we solved whatever happened at the Farrell Center? Do we Do we have, like, surge protectors <laughs> that we've put in over there? I mean, well, I, I've I been – go ahead. I think we figured out that it wasn't just at the Farrell Center, but yeah, it was. That's one of the weirder ones I've been involved in. I wasn't there when the lights went out uh, at the HOT, but that's that's one of the strangest, you know, game settings or whatever that I've ever been in. How'd your computer fare? Was it? Did it? It was your. I guess it still had the battery power going. Well, how, what did. was your work? Okay. John, okay. John Warner could not figure out why his Twitter didn't work. Because <laughs> the Wi-Fi obviously was not working with the power and stuff, but but yeah, mine was okay. Um, but yeah, John was just bamboozled by that. Yeah, tell John I'll come. I'll probably come over there and help him with that, and and maybe look at that. By the way, did you ever see? I, I was rewatching that game today because I I was at a high school game last night, and I at but I didn't see Dale Bonner. Uh, at any point, um, and I and I was I was trying to kind of look for him over on the bench or whatever. Did we ever get a any kind of official uh, reason why he wasn't involved last night? No, and I think um, you know if I remember right in that game, uh, let's see, that was the that was the second of he didn't play at all against Tech, and then in that uh, Oklahoma State game, it was he played about three minutes, and if you remember, the subs came on the floor, and Oklahoma State went on a run and got it back to like a two point game. And you never saw Dill Bonner again. So, and haven't. He has not been back out there um, on the floor since then. So, I don't know if huh. he's in the doghouse or, or what it is. That maybe they, 
trying to, you know, reduce, um, you know, the rotation. And so it looks like they're going with about eight guys and he's not in it. Yeah, I was watching who came off the bench first. By the way, Loner only played nine minutes the other night, but uh, we'll dig in there and, and uh, see. I did see the Bears uh, last night, the guy they want, Jerry, for 2024, that class, um, Trey Johnson. And I know when you're the Baylor Bear insider, you can't always talk about those recruits. But, man, so just let me tell you, yeah, whoa, tell if they if they get Trey Johnson – it's it's a Keontae level is is what we're talking about. Now, I don't know if he'll show up as the finished product that Keontae appears to be, but from a shooting and athleticism, I mean, like, I'll just say this. They want Trey Johnson every much, every bit as much as they wanted Keontae George. And that'll tell you something, because Keontae George was a, a top five pick in the country, right. and this is the right. number one guard. So, anyway, the Highland Park Scotties came over to Lake Highlands last night. Game goes to double OT. And, I mean, Highland Park had that thing won two or three different times. And uh, and Lake Highlands finally found a way at the end of it. And, and they were just – I mean, they were just throwing haymakers at each other, tons of three-pointers. I mean, it was a tremendous high school basketball game. So, uh, Jerry, I know you got your hands full with all the Baylor and now tennis is getting ready to start up and we'll have golf soon. But uh, love to see you make it up to the Metroplex uh, for a uh, for a little high school basketball sometime. What what were you doing at Lake Highlands Highland Park? I just I, I've got a question there. <laughs> were you just out there for fun? I mean, I may have I may have somebody in my family who's who cheers for Lake Highlands. Okay. All, right. All right, there we go. All right. yeah. I don't always make Lake, it. You're not you're not from Lake Highlands though, right? I'm from Kaufman. Kaufman, yeah. that's right. But I, I married I married into Lake Islands. <laughs> married into the Lake yeah. Islands family. Okay. I that makes more sense. I mean, I I'm just trying to imagine Matt Mosley out there just watching this Highland Park Lake Islands basketball game. Oh no. I have very close Lake Islands ties. So uh, <laughs> and by the way, the coach for Highland Park is former SMU star David Peeler who in the oh, yeah. early 80s played for Sonny Allen and was a great shooter for them. And uh, when I was a kid, my parents would take me to those games, and my dad would say, you need, a, you need to get a haircut like Dave Peeler. And, and, it was, and it was so funny to become friends with him later. And, by the way, yeah. there's no hair anymore with Dave Peeler. No hair. Uh, no, yeah. no, there's not. But, uh, man, this is fun, Jerry. I, I'm going to talk to Tom when he gets back and just say, I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, Jerry is no longer part of your rotation. He is. He has requested to be on the Mosley program full time. I, w- I was thinking you probably didn't have this cleared, but but you know, again, Tommy's out of town, so. But do I, we'll, do we'll I work s- on it. Maybe maybe we can do. Um, maybe I'll talk about specific things with you and specific things with Tom. I, I can spread the wealth. Yeah, yeah, you and I could talk about yeah. restaurants. Yeah, that that'd be great. That'd be great, Jerry. And we can talk about Lake Islands and Highland Park if you want. You know? Whoa, unbelievable! <laughs> Remember that name, Trey Johnson. All right, okay. Jerry, have a uh, have a great uh, rest of the day, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, buddy. See ya, Jerry Hill, Baylor Bear Insider, and.